the ages. This is the March 2008 edition of The Cavern Today, an Uru Live fan presentation and Dani Guild of Messengers affiliate. This is Marus, your dashingly handsome host for this podcast. It's a sad time for Uru fans, due to the announcement that Missed Online Uru Live has been cancelled and is soon to be closed, which makes for a second disappointment in the history of Uru Live. Sure, we've had until Uru and Damala, but it was missed online, Uru Live, that we were depending on to fully realize the potential of Uru Live. It's hard to accept that the ride is over. But Uru has definitely had a good run, lasting in one form or another from its launch in the fall of 2003 until April of 2008. And for a massively multiplayer online game that never took in any monthly fees until its final year, Uru sure held a pretty strong following for its time in existence. If only this devoted fan following were enough for GameTap's projections for Uru or its growth. Though in a way, this obscurity, this inability to maintain mainstream status, may even lend to Uru's charm and appeal. Not all things are destined for popularity, and maybe life is better that way. As we come to the end of Uru with you, our fans, at least until there's any more news, we bring you our 30-second podcast featuring news, a musical piece by Jeff Wise, a new Mawag Thought, a long TCT talk piece debating the pros and cons of the ending of Uru, a musical piece by our very own Mawag, a That's Just Me, of course, piece by Sherry, and a few other surprises. We hope you enjoy Podcast 32, Missed Online Signs Off. CCT News Report. The long silence over the Christmas holidays and lack of news from the DRC about funding for the restoration effort was finally broken by this announcement. The cavern was to be closed yet again from April 4th, preventing all explorer access to the city of Denis. A representative of one of the DRC's financiers, the Turner Company subsidiary GameTap, stated on February 4th that the cavern was to be closed citing that the decision, quote, was made for business reasons rather than due to any issues regarding the design and vision, end quote, of the DRC's plans for the cavern. No further excavations are likely to be made during this time, but explorers are still free to continue their own explorations in the cavern, 
until the April closure. However, there is to be one last big event before this time, this one being a community-run event. The annual St. Patrick's Day Parade, headed up by community stalwart Supergram, will be taking place at 6pm EDT on March the 14th. The parade itself will this year move through seven hoods, the German Uru meeting place and Guild of Greeters hoods, along with Uru Obsession, Rebel Hood, and Amber Horizon hood, before ending finally in the St. Patrick's Parade hood. Music and commentary will both be streamed via TeamSpeak directly into the cavern. The huge event, one of the biggest in the Uru community calendar, has also frequently seen Cyan representatives in particular, Rand Miller and Ryan Watsecker take part. Finally, with the cavern closing down, many explorers have tried to find other environments in which to keep contact. Many have turned to the growing massively multiplayer online entertainment industry as such a place, with individuals in the community organizing excursions to such games as Second Life and There. It seems that these trips may become a semi-regular institution Further details can be found in named threads in the general discussion portion of the MOUL forums. Well, that is all the news to this minute. With this, the last news segment of the Mall era, it shall be interesting to see which direction the community takes from here. For TCT, this is Narim, signing off. Great. Now I have to get out of the wonderful plush TCT offices and move into the tiny archiver offices permanently. I mean, half of those offices are taken up by the printing press for crying out loud. Oh. <laughs> hey, here's that microphone I borrowed off Genethus ages ago and totally forgot to give back. Meh, I might as well keep it. He's probably forgotten all about it. I'm gonna miss this place. Thank you, Nareem. I'll have to mark that parade on my calendar. And now, a piece by our in-house musical composer, Jeff Wise. Now, this is a piece Jeff wrote specifically about the closing of Uru Live, and it's called To All the Stories Left Untold, and I hope you enjoy it.
It wouldn't be a podcast for the ending of Uru if Moog didn't have something to say about it. So without further ado, I give you Moog and his thought for this podcast. Hello again, this is Moog for The Cavern Today. Well, I'm sure all of you know by now that Mist Online Uru Live has been cancelled. Well, the gang here at the Cavern today have decided to close up shop for the time being, so this is officially the last Moog thought that I'll be doing for a while. And before I go any further, let me state that it has been a joy and a true privilege to address all of you via our podcast. Thanks for listening, and thanks also to the staff here at TCT for their continuing support. Although most of us have never met, we've become something of a family, and I'll dearly miss our regular collaboration. And that brings me to our topic for this last editorial. What am I going to do with my spare time? Seems like if I wasn't working on TCT or actually in the cavern, I was browsing the various Uru forums, checking the TCT forum, reading up on the latest community news, and so on. It's really amazing that I was able to devote so much time to Uru and that it was all time well spent. Which, of course, begs the question, what now? There have been some good threads on the MOUL forum discussing this very issue, but I thought I'd post some of my plans here, and yes, I do have plans. I'm not letting the cancellation get me down, no siree. First off, I plan to subscribe to our local daily newspapers so I can check out the obituaries, and then I'll get our phone book, find all the names listed in the obits, and cross them out. There's no need to call them, obviously. That should take a while. Then I'd like to start a business where folks will hire me to dig around in their sofas for loose change. I figure if I get a 15% cut of everything I find, I can at least break even. Maybe. Oh, and uh, I want to set up a stand on the nearest street corner where I'll take people's shoes and adjust the laces so they're the same length. (laughs) I know there's a market for that. Then I want to start a stilt soccer league. You know, we'll play soccer while wearing stilts. Just like Uru, find a niche and fill it. Yeah. I may give my indoor baseball league a shot, too. If it pays off, I'll be able to replace all the broken furniture and lamps around our house. Then maybe we can find somewhere larger to play. And let's see, our, our backyard usually goes all, all brown in the summer, and, and this year I'll finally have the time to take a little paintbrush and touch up all the grass blades with green paint. Although that still won't take as much time as I was spending in Uru. And on that note, I need to do something about the old shag carpet in the bedroom. I hear shag's been out of style for a while, so I guess it's time to get down on the old hands and knees and work on that carpet with fingernail clippers. We'll be trendy again, and it should only take a few months. And I I guess I really ought to go downstairs. There's, There's a woman down there, and I think she may be my wife. It's been a while, and I, I don't recall for sure. I hope she's nice. Yeah, there's a whole world of new opportunities out there. I'll miss the cavern all right. But I won't have time to think about that while I'm detailing our lawnmower. For the cavern today, this is Moog, signing off. Well, uh, thanks, Moog, for that, um, informative piece. As it is our habit to discuss the day-to-day goings-on in cavern, we of course found it appropriate to... Blow off the lid of our length restriction we usually set on our TCT talk piece and just say everything we figure needs to be said in regards to the Uru closure. And I see them in the sound booth right now motioning that they're ready to get going, so without further ado, I give you TCT talk. Well, hey, wait a minute, I... 
Oh, oh, they're motioning at me because I have to be there. I'm sorry, guys. Excuse me for a second. Welcome to another edition of TCT Talk, our roundtable chatterbox about the goings-on in Cavern. With us today, we have... Alan, Janathus, Malrus, Moag, Wolfgang, and me, Sherry. So, what have we got this week? Let's talk about the, it. The uh, first point is, uh, let's talk about Uru without Yisha, and maybe Miss without Uru. What do you folks think uh, Uru would have been like if we didn't have Yisha or the tie to the Atris story? Would, would you have enjoyed it more or less? Do you think it would well, better? I think well, in a way it really is part of the same overarching saga. Um, and I didn't mind the connection myself. I mean, so many of us got to know all the Mist Worlds uh, through Atreus and Yisha, for example. And I didn't really mind the connection because it kind of tied them all together. Yeah, but it also um, it, it gave you different sides to, to, the, to the pendulum. You had the DRC, the, the stoic... You know, this is only a business kind of thing. And then we had the investor mm-hmm. that came in during Mist Online with Kate. And we had the, the mystical Yisha. So we had different facets. But um, mm-hmm. a- according to information I've come across, uh, Yisha and the Taita Atris was actually not going to be part of the story. We were going mm-hmm. to find the books as we went through the cavern. The The place where this becomes a problem to me is like it seems like Relto and the Relto book are kind of key to making Uru work. Like, I can't imagine how they would have done it without those things there. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. I think so much of the, you know, story, especially with Uru, has been changed almost completely because of technical limitations. I mean, even as far back as the beginning, you know, there was that post by Rawa where he said, oh, yeah, in real life, linking books don't have moving panels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, the, the linking pan- panels used to be, you know, this big camera roller coaster ride and then we get to the link location where it would spin fly through and, and i think that they, in the long run the theory was that that it would just spin wherever it was or it would be a live view of wherever you were because in the books more than once they referred to looking at the linking panel to see what state the world was in mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's a, it's like the security camera yeah like a monitor well, of some kind, but they're not. But they're not even like that. New, they're just pictures. Like especially because they Got said it. that that was the idea of just making it like that. They're going to make well, it like more like a just a picture of what's going on the age. But especially with Ergira, it doesn't change. It's just always daytime. Yeah. Even beginning, mm-hmm. it's night. Or or you know with Relto, depending on it doesn't matter how many different changes you make to it, it's always the same. The picture. most misleading one I think was Adonai. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you never understood why you saw that picture. Like, what? What is this? Until the end, it <laughs> yeah. was a yeah. literal picture of the age. It was just. Well, when you think about it, technically, that's probably what it would show, though. When it was first written, it didn't have a gigantic mechanical thingamajig on it. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of inconsistency between what we got in the books and what we got in Uru, and even what we get in the games as to what you expect in... What do you basically expect books, the linking books to do, and the technology to do? Well, there's, there's things called wingrovisms. The books yeah. happened in Tangiers and stuff. Um, but <laughs> certain things that that have popped up, you know, in, in, inconsistencies like Atris can originally see you on the other side of the linking book. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've never seen that happen after that. And, and like, but that was yeah. like, that was such a crutch uh, to make the missed game work that somehow mm-hmm. that should have 
I, in my opinion, stayed with the series in some shape. Or even like the whole the whole Cirrus and Akinar thing, you know. But that was never explained how. Or um, you know, in Riven with Gen looking into the book and saying like, "I don't know why you thought you would release me," you know. Mm-hmm. When he does that. When I got Uru, I really didn't know the Atris storyline. I had not gone through what everybody else had gone through, mm-hmm. and you have to think of this as the mm-hmm. point of somebody who's brand new to the Miss franchise, and mm-hmm. they are now being able to participate in Uru. Okay. It makes no sense, you know, the whole Yisha thing. You're like, you're playing catch-up, and you know you're kind of playing catch-up, which is cool, but it's, you know, you guys are going from the standpoint of, okay, there's no Yisha, okay, this is what we've got. And for me, I just, you know, for me, it was just giantly confusing the entire time. Mm-hmm. Am I still with you guys? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, okay, yeah. I heard that I mean, point. Even for me as a kid when I started playing Uru, because I was, I was like in middle school when I was doing mm-hmm. it originally, and mm-hmm. um, it was still really confusing. Like when the yeah. expansion packs came out, by, mm-hmm. you know, by the end, I'm, I'm like, what? What just happened? I'm just yeah. I'm standing here. <laughs> what? It to me, it was, who are these people, and should I care? You know? Mm-hmm. It really was. It, it was, who are these people, and why should I care? Yeah. So the second half of the point missed without Uru. This is this is an argument that I've seen on, on the forums structured somewhat. Uh, there was a very long thread on the Ubisoft forums about somebody said, "Is anyone else depressed that you know Mist Five is going to be like Uru and that it's real time 3D with the Uru engine?" And he says it's. Oh, that was one of the biggest discussions. Yeah, and, and it, in the early and, it, and yeah. his whole point was that uh, you know real time 3D just doesn't come close to the the rendered. Uh, more static mm-hmm. but more realistic mm-hmm. imagery that we're used to in the Mist games. And mm-hmm. here, here's my take on this. Um, in the end, as Mist Online was starting to look like it just wasn't going to float in its current iteration, I begin to think, mm-hmm. if you guys are not going to be able to put out Riven quality, why are you really doing this? I mean, whose dream are you yeah. feeding? Because to me, it's a disservice to the series. Yeah. And if you look at Mist and Riven, Mist was was... It, it wasn't as extremely amazing as everyone made it sound in the beginning. Before its time, it mm-hmm. was, as was Riven. But even with Riven, yeah. with less sales than Mist, I mean, the writing was obviously on the wall then, So, which yeah. is probably why they wanted to shift. But a lot of people want to stick to, like, you know, Mist 1 through 4 is, like, their canon because those are the, the real-time rendered stuff, and they want to just pretend like the Uru stuff didn't even happen. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I can see Mist existing without Uru, because I kind of address them differently, because Mist is obviously a one-player, even just beyond the standpoint of one-player game versus more than one-player game, It's there's an actual time gap if you actually pay attention to the story, uh-huh. and it's such a wide gap that really you can almost count some different things. Mm-hmm. Because all the games, all these beautiful games are like I suppose, quote-unquote, a backstory from the perspective of people playing Uru. But I yeah. kind of think of Uru as being like a far-flung like epilogue, almost. I hate to say yeah. it now. But it is kind of a tack-on. It's a great idea. I love it's the a, idea. It's almost like a Lord of the Rings book, not written by J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, 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 kind of. There you go. That's, it's a that's good, good It's a good thing, but it's just not quite what we're looking for, I guess, yeah. is mm-hmm. one way of putting it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're brand new to the Mist franchise and you're doing this through the real-time 3D that is Uru, you know, Uh it's confusing. 
the story uh-huh. is confusing because you don't know. I mean, I spent, you know, you guys know, I had last summer, I did the uh, misreader. And yeah. everything got fleshed yeah. out like in two seconds. Mm-hmm. I understood oh, yeah. exactly what was going on right up till then because I went back, played all the games, you know. And I think Uru was kind of their way of revitalizing the franchise because yeah. you mm-hmm. had to play catch up. So therefore, you had to get the Mist Reader. You had to get it Mist Riven Exile, Mist Four, Mist Five. You had to play catch up. And I think that was a way of in a business mindset of self perpetuating the series. Well, I don't think it was meant to be in development hell for as long as it was. I mean, I think it was intended. Yeah. No, I don't think they would willingly put themselves through the amount of trouble that it seems they've had. They were behind in a five-year learning curve, okay? They started this in, what, 98? And now we have 2008? Okay, they have, Mm. you know, first off, there there have been online worlds that have been around since, you know, like 98. And, you know, they're, they've been building their communities and learning what works for, mm-hmm. their, uh, for their particular world. The people up at Cyan didn't do that. They are not inside the learning curve where some of us have been in all these online worlds and know what's going on and know how to handle things. You know, mm-hmm. Cyan is bumbling going, oh, how do, you know, how do we do this whole online world thing? Because they're used to a rendered static Format like Mist, Riven, Exile, Mist Four, Mist Five, you know. Yeah. Well, not those mis- things to really screwed up. No, it's kind of hard to say that because they, mm. I think they made a very deliberate decision uh, to drop that concept in '97 after Riven because mm-hmm. you have to admit that once you've done something like Riven, where can you go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you want to move yeah. on and innovate and bring you know something yeah. else entirely mm-hmm. new, which and to the interactive, no. the real time 3D that they wanted to do from day one but couldn't because of the technology. Yeah, but look I don't think it was. Like they had a, a lot of legacy ideas from the you know the pre-rendered worlds, the pre-rendered single-player stuff. I think they really did put all their eggs in the Uru basket. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually it's a saying for that. <laughs> I, I have two points about that. What? Uh-huh. First off, with um, the progression from Riven moving up to Uru, I'm not sure that what we ended up with. Cyan's approach theory in Mest Online that we were live is what they meant to do originally. Like, I don't think... I mm-hmm. think I agree. I'm almost yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I remember something being written somewhere about yeah. content that you could get, like, you could... Kind of like Sam and Max, like, you could get more by buying additional episodes. Uh-huh. So instead of them having to, like, make this huge game and then you play it, play through in, like, a week and then that's it, and they spent all these mm-hmm. years making it, they could have an on- mm-hmm. ongoing thing. I don't know if the MMO as it is today existed back then. Um, the, the other yeah. thing is... Uh, that was exactly well, it. They were, they they were just- breaking the ceiling. They were breaking the ceiling yeah. with it. And yeah. you have to understand is that Uru's timeline, back in 2004, they were going to be on the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. But... With what happened with Ubi, it shoved them in a hole, and all these other online worlds were growing yeah. on an mm-hmm. arc yeah, everyone that wanted Uru their own was MMO. not keeping pace with. Uh, there's another know? problem, though, is uh, something, if you follow the industry at all, you'll notice that a lot of MMOs have mm-hmm. come and gone from this development. Yeah. They didn't even get released. Um, there's mm-hmm. the Star Trek MMO. There's the Imperator uh, MMO. Some of them released were badly done uh the mist online uh star wars galaxies i mean these things 
you have to really understand the industry, what gamers want, what's going to keep people interested to do an MMO. And I just think with the declining mm-hmm. popularity of adventure games, I just don't think Mist was going to Mist Online was going to manage that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's where they had to hit a, a sweeter point between content content amount delivery and price points to really get your bank yeah. for your buck. Well, yeah, yeah, it's been posted on one of the forums. Uh, the opinion that perhaps it's it's the fact that there was no uh, competition per se in uh, MOUL. Mm-hmm. That was what I was afraid of when it first came out. I was like, I don't want to play Miss Deathmatch. If I somebody solves the puzzle first, why do I want to go in there? <laughs> yeah, you know, at the same time, yeah. if you think about the shooter games, for example, where there is the competition all the time, it mm-hmm. makes for infinite replayability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, every session that you play is going to be different, and and I think that's one of the things that that um, disenchanted lots of new folks coming in into mm-hmm. Uru Live is that yeah. uh, once the story elements had passed, well, there just wasn't much happened until the next month, and mm-hmm. um, and the implementation was uh, not the best. Yeah, and again, I think that that I think that Cyan felt that as keenly as we did, and of course, probably more so because it was up to them to get it out there. Well, in all things, guys, though, I mean, we know that there is a formula to making an online world work. There is the community portion, there's the content portion, and, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to have content that is going to make people want to be there every day. You have to give it that crack cocaine factor is what I call it. (laughs) You know, you have Mm -hmm. to give it the crack cocaine factor where they can't live without it. Well, there's also the fact that uh, somebody pointed out a while ago uh, that online games, massive multiplayer online games, especially ones with subscriptions, one of the things a lot of developers Mm -hmm. don't understand is when it comes out, once it's in the hands of the subscribers, it no longer belongs to the developer. It belongs to their subscribers. Yes. As soon as yeah. the subscribers yeah. on mass decide they don't like something, they'll go someplace else. So you need to keep your yep. subscribers happy. So how yep. about content that actually makes sense? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, as uh, I mentioned, yeah, there would be a coherency problem if yeah. you're going for. Yeah. Some of the yeah. content was a little scatterbrained. Yeah, and when they reworked the stuff that they redelivered, it's like don't don't get me started on that because you guys so like what I have to say. But it's all sorts of plot holes that they just covered up by using use as an excuse. But but the whole thing though is like they had an they had an established progression of how things worked in the expansion in the first place and they must have reworked it to try to make it newer. For, the, for yeah. the the online people, but I'm just like, but then you never filled in the gaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where some journals would have fit in so well because it would, oh, you know, definitely, definitely. We need to up to date with the story and other than the forums. We've yeah. beaten yeah. the journals note to a, a bitter pulp already. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they, they had they had journals extensively in Mist Five, which was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I began I to understand that. a little bit more why Isha was so weird. But That's still, one of the reasons I enjoyed Miss Five so much is it gave us such a, a a comprehensive look at Yisha and her motivation. Yes, it, Miss Five is what actually explained what Uru is. I'm yeah, you yes. couldn't have understood yeah. anything about Yisha without actually playing Miss Five, which ironically came after Uru. So. But in the timeline, supposedly came in the middle of Uru somehow. Yeah, exactly. Bit, yeah, like, yeah. Great Shaft is never explained. But, and but it was guys, Dr. Watson's quest to return the tablet, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys uh-huh. are missing one crucial element, which is the people. You're missing yeah. 
you are you. You yeah. are missing that. And the simple fact that, okay, fine, they could have fleshed out the rest of the storyline so people could understand what they were taking part in. But eventually, through the guilds, through all this, it would have still been about the people. Yeah. And that is what it had completely got missed. You had people doing the, the, the party on the roof, comedy night, the book club, dunny games, garden club, lodge. You had Saint all Pat's of these parade. things. Yeah. St. Pat's yeah. Parade. Yeah. You had yeah. all of these things going on, and it had nothing to do with the storyline. It was yeah. about who you were and how you lived in Capitol. Well, that's one of the things I think that, that they missed out on. I think they should have gone that more is, with they Sandbox. missed that. Completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That totally. is just yeah. gone. And that is, that is the shame. That is the crack cocaine right there. That's yeah. it. Right yeah. there was the people. And Until you know what? We can, we can absolutely yeah. beat yeah. the storyline into the ground. The simple fact of the matter is the people were missing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but go on. Yeah. That's, well, that's, yeah. that's, no, I mean, I'm totally. I mean, the, totally. Gold, the golden age. See, the people were there, but they weren't part of the story. Mm-hmm. No, they were never. We were just watching the play. Spectators. Well, right. Yeah. It, Even when they tried to bring people in, you'd only get one or two. You'd still have this huge mass of spectators. There was no way. Yeah. And the price you had to pay if you wanted to be part of the story. Yeah. 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 I'm, and, but you know, the I, thing you bring up, Sherry, though, is is the, the community thought of so many things to do, and to me, that's that's kind of the things that's the untapped element that Cyan could have really flushed out is built up those yes. possibilities. You know? yes. And I think it was their intention to eventually bring that in. Now, by, by that, I don't mean user-created content so much, but give uh, us ways yeah. to, to interact in large groups in areas, not necessarily like, like, like the Garden Ages, where we had to do that puzzle. Mm-hmm. And if, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, that, that, that was nice, but it was kind of a joke. And, I mean, yeah. and we still didn't know why. Yeah, and yes. you know, what we'd done. There was no why. why. And it was kind of fun, no like, why. when you, you get that sense of accomplishment, you get to the end, and I'm like, I get this piece of a donut for this. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting but, a. Year. I did this puzzle and all I got was this lousy rock. <laughs> very good, very good. I like that. Uh, no, no, but guys, the one thing that cheesed me off to Kingdom Come, and I'm just going to say it. Hell, hell with it. I don't care whose feelings I hurt. When I went back and I made the Dunny Games, everybody knows that the Dunny Games came from my brain. Anybody else says different, then they are out of their freaking tree because I was the yeah. lady who invented it, mm-hmm. and. The one thing that has cheesed me off to Kingdom Come about this whole thing, I'm watching them fumble Uru again, and they, I, where are they knocking on my door? Are they knocking on any of the people's doors who came up with this fabulous content for the community? Did they knock on a single one of our doors? Because you know what? I made it work. I took a month and gave people 12 events, had them doing things. I mean, the cavern was absolutely electric. That's, it was that's the point I just yeah. made. It it, they didn't understand that the MMO belonged to the community. They still thought it belonged to yeah. them, mm-hmm. and that's where... Why weren't yeah. they knocking on my door? Because, you know what? I am an unending source of imagination and content. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, you get me well, sat down and... Yeah, and that's just yeah. it right there, Moog. It's uh-huh. not just me. It's you. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. I think Cyan did intend fully to, to capitalize on that creativity by providing the tools, as Rand has talked about, for months and months and months, yeah, uh, to yeah. allow us to really contribute something. And, yeah. let's, mm-hmm. and let's not talk about age building so much as just the means something. somehow of impacting uh, the environment. Yeah. That makes, mm-hmm. Making things happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Of like and adding I, I, objects, affecting the environment in such a way that we can build our own storyline. Yeah. 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 Existing ages, because for example. We are the storyline, guys. Yeah. yeah. Are the story. So you yeah. know what? I just well, I think feel the frustrating that part was fun. that we had to act out that story on the same sets every time, and there was no way that we could could modify the sets to fit our storyline. Mm-hmm. But they could have given us environments with no puzzles. They could have done 15 million different things, and we would have handled here's, it, digested it, Here's something I've shared with uh, Malog. Malog, remember that cumulus thing I showed you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was This wonderful. is something that Cyan could have done that would have brought hours of enjoyment to the community that was so possible in Uru. This th- this this demo thing, uh, Quest 3D, I think it's called, um, that I showed Malog. They have a bunch of 3D demos that they, they – I guess this great software that makes it really easy to write these 3D environments to show off your new – uh, condo or whatever you're trying to show clients or whatever and this right. they created this thing where there's this this fantasy world where they had a big crystal in the middle and they hit was surrounded by four headstones with three symbols each on there and i walked in and i'm like this is so mist like and you touch one of the symbols on the stone and then something happens like the sun moves in the sky or the clouds form up the winds start blowing the rain start coming down i'm like oh, kind of like a look, look at this real-time 3d environment that i can change at will that's the strength yeah. of real-time 3D. This is the kind of stuff that Uru needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. change the time of day. In fact, of right wind. now, I want you to give me that. <laughs> but, but guys, if you've got somebody at the helm that doesn't want to listen to that kind of idea, how far are you going to get exactly. it? Or if you want to provide something like that, but make it multiplayer as well. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you really, really compound the issue, and it becomes a different animal entirely. Well, Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I think everybody's got to see the environmental changes. Just, just, it just like the, uh, the the garden ages had like a timing effect, which to me is, is so anti mist because Riven is something that you sit down and, and you you take your time, you you take in the environments. It's all about the experience, and then you get into mm-hmm. to uh, mist online and Uru, and you've got like jumping puzzles and the, press this and no no longer than two seconds before the next one hits theirs or it's not going to work and like that's not the way it should be the whole yeah and the forums yeah. were just yeah. alive with criticisms of the, that the whole the whole yeah. focus on mist was how simple the interface was and how they yeah. brought in and that's one reason they backed away from that in mist 5 I think. yeah so that, that was actually a bit of a that was a bit of a criticism for mist 4 too which i oh, liked yeah. but other people didn't like that <laughs> all i, I have to say is it. i hate the pollen <laughs> Like, let's just talk about um, the big gap of silence. Let's just give that a little uh, bit of airtime. I went to WoW. I said, okay, fine. You're not going to tell me anything. You're not going to do anything. Okay, fine. I'm going to go to WoW. That's, and I, I think a lot of people did that. I, I, mean, I think a lot of us were just, okay, well, you don't seem to value the fact that we're paying a subscription fee, so I'll, I'll find other ways to kill my time. Well, you know, I think what made it kind of difficult for some of us is we remember the last time that there was a big gap of silence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we thought, oh, surely they can't close it because, I mean, it's GameTap, and GameTap is huge, and this is the real thing now, finally. Yeah, And they're negotiating, and they're... Well, my thought was that Cyan was kind of... Now that they had a year of this and they saw just what it would take to do what they wanted to do, they were kind of driving a hard bargain with GameTap. It turned out as I've mentioned and posted before, that there were much bigger factors at work. And yeah, what if the whole time was just them negotiating? Like GameTap says, "Well, we can't give you this much that we've been giving you before, but we can give you this much." And Science says, "Well, we can't work with that. We need about at least this much." And maybe, maybe there was some of that going on there. Maybe there was some. I think perhaps, bargaining. Yeah. yeah, the problem with silence is we don't know what filled in that silence. 
maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably could be yeah. a lot of that. They didn't yeah. supply yeah. us with any type of information. And any time that you stop communicating, organizational paralysis is going to start happening. And everybody is going to start pooping bricks. And then before you know it, it's all over but the singing and the dancing. So, you know what? Very strange visual there. Sorry. Sorry. Perfect. What we need. I just just think that it was any time in any organization, there's got to be constant communication. If you have a client... Trust me, I know this all too well with my business. When you have a client, mm-hmm. it has to be constant communication. And that is mm-hmm. with any, you know, if you have a customer who is subscribing to your service, if it is whatever, who cares? You have to be constantly communicating with yeah. them. And if you yeah. don't communicate I, yeah. with them and tell them what's going on, you know what? They're going to find another product to, to buy. And, it's not, gonna find yes, another and I agree. Something. It's yeah. not like you're developing I a agree, blockbuster it, movie where it's going to be coming out in a couple of years mm-hmm. and... Your customer is going to come back at that time, and you'll be able to, you know, get all the money that you expect from it. We we're expected to pay yeah. the whole time, and you know, meanwhile, not get yeah. any content. Which that good faith is only going to go so far. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I, part I, of the problem. Uh, I, I think part of the problem here was that they had to keep the customers because that's the only way that things were going to happen at all. Mm-hmm. And if they made any kind of comment saying that, well, we're negotiating. That would be fine, but after a few months, that would start to people would start that to that wears say, thin. That wears thin after a couple of weeks, Moog. Forget right, yeah. And then the mm-hmm. thing was, if they were to come out and say, well, if they were to tell the truth that there's a cash crunch on mm-hmm. the part of GameTap themselves, at Turner, that Turner's having difficulties, for example, it's mm-hmm. affecting GameTap, it's affecting us, and things are looking kind of iffy. Everybody would have dropped it like a bad habit, and they wouldn't have had that fan base they needed to keep it going in the first place, which was and you know insufficient what? anyway. So they had to, you know, they had to keep us all on because without us, it wouldn't have worked anyway. And, and, and that's I don't exactly it, though, Moog. They're leaning on the community way too hard to make their product fly. That's what I was saying. And well, you know, the story, the story may be about us, but you know, mm-hmm. we've got to have a product to believe exactly. in. And they're not supplying us with the product. Yeah, I mean, well, we the difficulty would be ourselves if we think they did. Yeah. Well, see, for example, we folks here in the States and, and probably Canada had the rest of GameTap keep us occupied during the silences, but all the Europeans and the other, you know, oh, they got completely screwed. supported companies, yeah. all they had was MOUL, and it was difficult for them because they were paying for Uru and not getting it, and a lot of folks mm. dropped, and I sympathized mm. with them. Um, mm-hmm. That all comes back to the ownership. It's a very difficult situation. Right it's just like Sherry said. She started mm-hmm. this project we, you know, TCT was started. All the community made all these efforts. Cyan instead kind of ignored those things and said, mm-hmm. "Here's our structured plan for what you community people should be doing." And you know, not surprisingly, the liaisons fell on their 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 back because it was just like people weren't really interested in that kind of stuff. And then the, the guild things. As soon as we started talking about election stuff, about you know. Oh God! It's like just <laughs> just make that go just make again. that go yeah. away. Yeah, but th- yeah. it's yeah. it's they're trying to own all the facets that the community wanted to use instead of harness the facets the communities are going to be doing. And that's that's the problem. Is it just like I said, the MMO belongs to the community once you release it to the community. And if you don't yeah. follow yeah. what the community does, then you will you're going to lie flat on your back because they're going to go elsewhere. I think the yeah. only way that they've ever actually recognized that is by legitimizing the Gilded Greeters. I mean, that's the Which only happened so long ago, that, you know. 
ever. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's and, because and they, they had the, the, the uh, luxury expense at the time to do things like that. And now they just don't. Maybe that that is a limitation. But it's still, it's mm-hmm. like when they brought up the guilds and everyone was th- saying, you know, what kind of potential the guilds had. I'm like, we can't affect the game at all. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What? So we can't yeah. write. That's so one of the most frustrating aspects. Yeah. So it's, how is this going to yeah. be helpful? Yeah, the most, yeah, exactly. The most frustrating thing was, you know, they kept telling us, oh, these guilds, you know, the users, you know, the community is going to be able to participate. But it's like it didn't do anything. It was just, you know, it yeah. was like for show. Yeah, really yeah. I think they had that in mind, but it never got to that point. Yeah. It was like they were they paying a slip service but yeah. never meant it. Exactly. Well, you know? no, I think they set that all up in anticipation of being able to do it, but it just never got to that yeah. point. It, it, like yeah. I said, it may have been simply just a logistical thing that they didn't get as far as they wanted to. Lofty dreams, yeah. pie in the sky, but the you know when the yeah. the chips hit the table, they oh. just didn't have enough. Brass mm-hmm. taxes, oh, we got screwed kind of again. Off. Yeah, I actually sort of wanted to just just make uh, a point uh, the the the, the, the gap itself because it was almost uh, an uh, analogous. You know, I have this friend who's uh, whose company was really hit hard by this uh, mortgage crisis. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they had no idea whether they were actually going to be able to stay together or not. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they, you know, he kept telling me, no news is really not good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks, and it turned into months of just well, nothing. Then, then, no we, idea got, then we got a piece of news on the forums with, uh, you know, there's going to be news from a GameTap employee. He's, I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. give you anything more specific, but there's news coming very soon. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. then we saw that... Everybody was dancing up Then we down. saw the Story So Far page... Looking really good, and then we get the announcement that that you know Mule is ending, and then then we're like, where did that come? From? Yeah, we're like things are starting to look kind of good, and maybe we were because we're so used to being surprised because until Uru led us into Demala, which led us into Mist Online or Rely, so we kept thinking the worst and kept getting so much better that. We were just yeah. kind of then the one time when we have hope. It, and then, uh, yeah, and then we were thinking, oh, well, the Cyan Rand said something to a paper where they were looking into hosting Uru themselves. And, yeah, no, that was after yeah. the. Quote. And then you know we're like, yay! At least something's going to live on. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. then uh, we had a uh, a statement by Grey Dragon. Like, oh, those are hopes and dreams. It's not plans. And so that kind of you know let us right back out to you know where we were when we were crushed by the ending. Well, I, you know what? I would much rather have Grey Dragon come in and say that and be pleasantly surprised. You know, there's no old expression, uh-huh. never surprise your boss, you know. Yeah. And it was, you know, and I'm, gl- I'm grateful Grey Dragon did that because that mm-hmm. got everybody back into check, which is, yeah. this is the reality of it. Yeah, Sorry, well, but- I mean, you get over it, you move on. Um, My own thoughts in the ending, it, it's kind of funny that I could kind of see it coming I'm not exactly one uh, the type of person to get my hopes up, yeah. even when everyone else does. I don't know if I'm a realist or just depressing, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know anymore, but it's, that's besides the point. But it's just, like, I'm really, I'm sad to see this go, because I just joined in, what, several, how many months ago? Only the beginning of this year, really, yeah. helping out with this. Yeah. I, I think I'm more disappointed in the fact that Stuff like the cavern today is ending, yeah. more or less, sort of. Yeah. And it's, it's, the cavern today, community. And so many other fan activities. Yeah, the community. Yeah. Was, the community itself is collapsing, but I don't actually see the reason for it to. Like, I see that we're losing Uru, but 
we're not necessarily losing what got us into it. You know what's really funny is I see so many community outreaches for Uru all over the place. They're in Guild Wars. They're in World of Warcraft. They're in. You can find them on Steam. I mean, all, all over the place, the Uru community has remained bound, but st- but not necessarily to the, mm-hmm. the game that originally created the synergy in the first place. Yeah, the game was our rallying yeah. point, but... So much more than that. You know, I'm in the meeting place. That's my neighborhood, the meeting place. Uh-huh. And we have a saying, wherever the TMP banner flies, you've got family you can rely on. And it's all based on the Mist Universe. So, if, like, you know, there's, like Janetha said, there's World of Warcraft, there's Guild Wars, there's uh, Second Life there. I mean, there are 15 million worlds that all these Uruites are scattered across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing to, to see people gravitate toward us. And, you know, like over in World of Warcraft where I am, I, I, I never thought there would be a day I would say, oh, hi, I'm Sherry and I'm a night elf druid. But it's truth. <laughs> it's truth now. It's truth now. I, I never thought I would be able to say that I'm a level 70 night elf druid. I'm so proud wow. of that. Just wow. the other day. Congrats. Yes. Thank you. Uh, anyway. Already? So exciting. Oh, I'm man. a shape-shifting druid. Yes, I'm already. Yeah, I eat video games. It's bad. And, and, <laughs> you know, and that's what the sad Back part that is. Eating. Yeah, it causes gas, yeah. I hear. The, here's the deal, though. Uru and Mist were games that I didn't just eat through. They weren't just a week-long thing and then you toss it out. It right. wasn't that. It yeah. had the cohesion. It had the crack cocaine factor of, I want to know what my family's doing. I want to yeah. see what's going on. I want to be there when we do X, Y, and Z activity. You know, yeah. and yeah. that is why, that is why, you know, it, as soon as everything, as soon as the storyline started getting shady and everything with Kate was going on, I said, oh, mm-hmm. God, here we go again. And then the exodus mm-hmm. happened, the, the, the episode exodus happened. I was like, oh, here we go again. Uh-huh. And it was, it was inevitable. Because, you know, they didn't cash in, and we're going back to that point again, they didn't cash in on community. And, you know, the community's a cash cow. You give us the right stuff, (laughs) and we're going to be able to make an origami out of it, basically. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, cha-ching. Exactly. Need that sound effect. (laughs) And, you know, simply, you know, for them to, you know, for, for this to end this way, it's just, you know, burn me once, shame on you. Burn me twice, shame on me. And so, you know, I'm, I'm done as far as, you know, the game goes. As far as the family goes, that's forever. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I agree. Same here. It's almost yeah. ironic to race it like that because of that um, track that you have, Bur- Burn You Up, Burn You Down, that was in the Uru Prime. Remember? <laughs> yeah. oh, mm-hmm. Peter I have it. I have it. I love Peter Gabriel. Work out to it. You carry up. <laughs> I don't think he sounded so much like Michael Jackson, though. Talk <laughs> the whole thing was is no, that you know a lot of people don't understand is that the cavern lives in your heart. Yeah, it is not yeah, about the video game you play. It is about the family relationships. It's about oh, the bonds mm-hmm, you have. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And, and in that case, the ending has ha, will never be written because it yeah. is about mm-hmm. family, and family is forever. Yeah. They can I think close what it is, the game. The same thing. Fine. <laughs> I don't care. Go ahead. The same thing that draws us together as friends is the same thing that drew us to the cavern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take away the cavern and the friendships are still there. Exactly. I made made the point before that I I came to the cavern because of the community. I would played the single player Uru and I had shelved it. And then I started getting involved in the forums and gradually being drawn into this community, which 
drew me back into the cavern. Because to me, the Unchained Cavern, as it was in, until Uru, had no appeal. But the community is what made it, you know, enjoyable to be a part of. And it's it's a it's a shame that some of that magic was lost in the transition to Mist Online. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's really just. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't to... intentional. Mm-hmm. You think it's possible that until Uru actually killed Mist Online because of its repetitiveness? You think, I mean, uh-huh. it, it's something a little different, but... Uh, no, because I, I think a lot of the new folks that came in, and the new folks that really were to be the sustenance of Mist Online, uh, mm-hmm. Uru Life probably uh, hadn't ever been through until Uru to know... Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. yeah, good point. You know, the thing that I always found amazing was that until Uru, you know, and I began to realize this the more we played Uru Live, you know, Mist Online, until Uru was really almost more fun than Uru Live ended up being. Even though there was no I, content. The community I'm, there, the community ran it, you know? And I'm they were gonna there. interject. Yes. They were there. I'm gonna yeah. agree with you there, even though that leads to some funny stories. And, and unto Uru, I never even got to play a lot of it because I was having incredible computer problems almost oh, yeah. in me, 15 me too. minutes. Yeah. I would be dead, and I'd have to log in over and over. But I kept logging in over yeah. and over. Y- you mentioned having so much problems, you know? But it was even in Uru Live because there was so much like technical issues with Uru Live mm-hmm. that like until uh-huh. until Uru didn't have mainly because there just weren't that many people that were doing it, which was fun True. because it allowed people mm-hmm. to bond better, you know. Uh-huh. But like anytime there's a big event going on, like you know when uh, Doctor Watson came in, you have these moments where oh god, I'm gonna go face the wall so that I don't log out now, you know. Mm-hmm. Just you yeah. know, oh god, here we go again. That's exactly. We could have called like. <laughs> You know, we've got, like, Uru could have been live for the first episode and until Uru for the middle and missed online Uru live the search for more content for the final episode because that's that seemed to be all that anyone was <laughs> rapidly trying to get a hold of. Like, oh, where's the new stuff? Where's it at? Point me in the right direction. And so the, a lot of the focus changed. I'm paying for it now, therefore give me new stuff. Exactly. You know, give me what I'm paying and for. If you look at it, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow is only guys. it's what sixteen dollars a month, fifteen dollars a month, twelve, twelve. Holy, holy mm-hmm. okay. So, so they're two for two dollars more per month. As far as like mm-hmm. content wise, how would you percentage say Uru would take up a Wow? What you've seen through your level seventy progression. Um. Through my level 70 druid, um, it would have taken me, because remember, guys, I eat games. I don't go slow like some people. I absolutely see through it. Guys, I take two books from the Western canon a week, okay? that's I'm a media <laughs> junkie, okay? So mm-hmm. I am an extreme case. But mm-hmm. for everything that was in Uru, it, if you were to put it into WoW, it would take mm-hmm. me literally a week to do. Yeah. yeah. That's it. The entire thing, Jalak, everything included. Mm-hmm. And that would take me a week. You know, mm-hmm. for me, the crack cocaine guys that I would have really, really dug in in Mist Online would have been to go and do the wall. The oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god, I checked. It. You know, just that, bring it back. I mean, what? That, What's the problem? Dude, I mean, don't. Let's, uh, been, they were turning it on and until Uru. It couldn't have been that hard for live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. the whole thing it's was that, like the you best know, part of until Uru. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, and that was the crack cocaine. Because we mm-hmm. all were there, there were people pushing buttons, we had to work together, but it was so much 
fun. I mean, yeah. that Gerson so wall fun. was the crack cocaine. So and that would have mm-hmm. kept me coming back day after day after day going, who's climbing? You know, I would have been like mm-hmm. screaming in my neighbor's list going, going climbing in Gerson. And, and look then in, like, look in your nexus. Unlike the garden you activity, know? you actually have some continuous mm-hmm. positive feedback that would have been made up. Yeah, but you had a little bit of competition mixed in. You had some puzzles. You had a little bit of everything. And that's really what, you know, like going through WoW, what I noticed is that everything is how do you work out the logic to kill that monster? You know, yeah. I apply my Uru logic, which is, okay, you go do this, you know, and if you do a two-for-one white sale, you kill the minion first, then you kill the caster. It's real mm-hmm, simple, yeah. real uh, easy, you know, and these things are just basic Uru logic. I mean, Uru was not built for dummies. For God's sake, we have a, you know, there's not a single person in the community that has an IQ below 130. <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know, it was it was like, come on, please don't treat us like us. we're stupid. We don't need yeah. Kate Alexander, what is that? That's drama. Mm-hmm. You know what? Urites are not drama makers. We are problem solvers. So mm-hmm. don't give us drama because we don't want. I think what hear we, it. we like you know, more exploration and story. So we would have mm-hmm. hold on to this one environment, get it all built up. Like one of the places I mentioned, like the Baron's office. We've got stuff to look at. You've got musical music playing to tell you that there's more to this environment than just that table and like you know open up an environment and bam let us spend time with that instead of you know like Mm -hmm. in exodus if we didn't get through the age in time we didn't get to experience what happened at the end yeah Mm -hmm. and that was like which was really too bad that was that was a really bad miss shot because some people were thinking well i'm taking my time i'm gonna space it out and then they missed out because they they couldn't be a part of it but you guys all bring up really great points. We are analytical people, mostly, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I, I made a joke about this before, but in all seriousness, I think most of us are more interested in dramaturgy than in drama. But, like, reading reading into stuff more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, heavens, yes. We're readers. Yeah. And if I, can, yeah, if I can comment on what you were saying about the wall, one of the things that was so cool about that mm-hmm. was uh, partly because it was a competitive environment and that was fun because we could you know play with and against our fellow explorers the other thing was um it would have been different every time so it was fresh every time and the replayability was there bingo and i've been interested so much in the competition just as it was a fun thing to do you know just get with the buddy hey let's go do the yeah Yeah. and it was different every time you played it yes yes and that's what we missed in the rest of the stuff yeah I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like the like the Garden Age is the only similar thing I can think of, and that was stupid. Or like maybe Aoheek, but that gets old after a while, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, or I I never understood Jalak. I never got the point. What? That was just completely <laughs> lost on me. I hate. I enjoy age. playing with it. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you flip the buttons and you flip the little switches. But... Yeah. I, I got bored after like two minutes. Like seriously. What, what... I was in there, yeah. I was like, oh, this is pretty. And then, like, after two minutes, I'm like, oh, man. We did a piece of art. I like from- playing with mechanical things. Yeah. One of the things that impressed me most about Jalak was somebody built, uh, it looks sort of like a castle, but what they'd done was they had raised all of the pillars up to just the right heights and formations and then dropped the little wedgy parts on there so that when you would drop a ball onto the top center pillar, it would hit a wedge, fall off, hit another wedge. It made kind of a big a big kinetic sculpture out of it. Yeah. And I thought, gee, I that's the cleverest thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. Cool. That was really cool. But the thing is... But only to say that there were things you could do in Jalak. Now, I, I've always loved mechanical things. And mm. so that part of Jalak appealed to me. Favorite age in the original Mist, Mechanical Age. 
Seriously? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is, give us another roller coaster like uh, what was oh, it? Amateria. Amateria. I love Amateria. Let it give us four or five cars end to end, and let us all get on it together and help hold up our hands and go. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo! Well, you know? we, well, the no, the Arcana Tram just doesn't quite do it for you. Uh, the problem, the problem <laughs> with uh, Jalak to me was when we tried to do our cover art for the podcast where we actually mentioned Jalak. Um, we had five people in there, an unbelievable lack. Yeah, and oh, and so and and it's not like he, we had a moment we were kind of going crazy with dropping all the little blue things. So we were kind of yeah. <laughs> You know, Can't I, seem to stop, I, I but but even still, like mm-hmm. even when we stopped and tried to like, I think Mog, you were a part of that with us too. I we were was. trying yeah. to to yeah. get the the picture just right, the right angle, the right viewpoint, so that we've got the right yeah. perspective and everything. And I was still like, I can't believe how laggy this is. And that was near nearer to the end of uh, you know missed online. So it, it, if they had done any efficiency coding, it would have happened by then. Yeah. So their technical skills were obviously very outreached as far as this project was going. You mentioned the, the like the roller coaster like things. I remember when I was playing the uh, expansion pack, Path of the Shell. You know, at the uh-huh. very end, I get into the ball, and you know, you're going across it. And I said to myself, you know what? For the first time ever, this really resembles a mist game. Just all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure why. I didn't really realize it, but it was because it was the you know riding in a thing, going by some sort of scenery thing that was exactly in mm-hmm. more cinematic. In yeah, it doesn't seem like you, you you need that a bit more. Like you're you're used to it in mist, you're used to it in Riven. You know, it's yeah. it just it, it sticks yeah. out as being like just the, such a you know interesting the thing. the, the semi steampunk uh, sci fi factor that mist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So and and I mean you know for me it was just like you know what. There was not enough activity. You know, there weren't enough things that we wanted to go, oh, I want to go do that again. And it, it's exactly what Moog said. It's the repeatability. Because once yeah. you solve an age, I'm sorry, if I solve Minkata, oh, God. And I find the more you do it with Dude, people, exactly. the worse, it, the buggier it gets, too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, the music doesn't stop I, playing. You know I, no. I have I have a whole thing, you know, you shuffle the letters in Uru and it spells lag. You know? <laughs> and it's it's just one of those things that, you know, I've been to there and World of Warcraft and Second Life. I've been all these other online worlds and there's no lag. You're running at yeah. fifty frames per second. There are five hundred people in one place. No yeah. lag whatsoever. And yeah. I was like, how is this possible? And you know, I was talking to Susie and God knows I love that woman with all my heart. Susie's mm-hmm. the leader of the Meeting Place neighborhood. And yeah. Susie said, God, if we could get the guys from Cyan over here for five minutes to really understand what is possible. Mm-hmm. What is possible? Take them to there. Take them to Second Life. Let them experience what a real MMO is. And yeah, then yeah. get put them back into their seats and go, okay, now you've seen it. Now do it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and do it <laughs> do that. style. <laughs> Do that yeah, yeah. Well, because that works. I think we're we're, you know? we're we're going in circles here. I think. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> circle. Yeah, because it, we we can't stay off the point, and then I understand because we're all a little passionate about it. Um, but um, let's 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 lay this to rest. Uh, any final words for the ending of of Uru? Any any short? Yes, I am uh, going with the driver. 
I'm going with How? a screwdriver. Uh, actually, I'm going with a, a power drill. I'm going to go to Greason, and I'm going to steal the uh, control panel for the Greason wall and the chair. Oh. I'm going to have it in my office here. Oh, and I'm going to take it. away a souvenir. Well, there's two of them. Gary, you'll it. have to fight me for it, and I have a foil. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we all have our own ages. We can steal what we want out of our own ages. Oh, no, I don't believe in instant ages. <laughs> Therefore, they're not I'm real. I feel the real one. I want the original. I, I, well, you're going to have to fight me. Oh boy! I'm just, I'm just taking with me a a, 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 a key photo of the final view of Anhone when you finally figure out what everything has come together. And uh-huh. even though I, even though I had kind, I had seen it in like still pictures and stuff already, it still, it still did not compare when I finally walked out on that balcony. And yeah, the waterfall, oh, the globes. That was fantastic. Well, yeah, that that was a that was a nice additive having the balcony actually getting outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a true mist moment where even it's if the you, most mist in all of Uru, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's, especially yeah. when you when you first play and uh, you first play it, and when you first get out there, you're sitting like, "Wow, this wasn't what I was expecting." Yeah, that was exactly mm-hmm. what I felt the first time when I played well, it. I'm sure that reveal is part of the plan, of course. Uh, and that's it's what made the it most mist, It's the most missed element in the whole thing, yeah. probably. Just I don't disagree. Reveal. It was certainly the most like Riven, because there were aspects hmm. all through that entire world that interconnected in very intricate ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had to get all the pieces put in just the right ways and just the right... I enjoyed Anonay a lot, to tell you the truth. It was hard. <laughs> it, but it was I hard, enjoyed but it the theory like behind it. It felt yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah. I appreciated getting the story. Well, and Mist Online, we were live. Did they tie it to Kadish at all? No. 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 So, no. See, I appreciated the whole story parts in CC wasn't actually, it was covered in there where she mentioned it, and they added the extra link in the vaults, but it's never explained, yeah. which, you know, the thin story. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah. It's just that they, uh, they would make a mess and then try to cover it. You know what it reminds me of? And. Not in there. We want a solution. There was a comedian who who called up to the front desk of a hotel she went to, and she said, "There's no shampoo." Mm-hmm. And like the uh, the porter came up and handed her a bunch of bottles of lotion. And she's like, "Do you realize that no matter how much lotion you give me, there's still no shampoo?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you realize no matter how much content you give me, there's still no story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's and that's and that's exactly it, guys. I mean, they. <laughs> They fumbled the ball. Let's just say it. Let's just say what it is. They fumbled the ball. And you can blame it on Turner. You can blame it on Cyan. It does not matter. It got fumbled. And yeah. Yeah. you know what? And yeah. it's time for the offense to come off the field, defense to go back on, and, you know, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of hard. It's kind of a hard fact to swallow. And I'm not going to actually, you know, Maybe they fumbled it, but I'm not going to say that because I've met some of those people, and I know that this would have been the last thing in their mind. You know? well, they were so sincere about this. And yeah. they probably were. It's just, who knows? Uh-huh. It's it's probably just yeah. an amalgamation of a lot of missteps. It's probably yeah. Yeah. being uh-huh. Many small errors you know, become one very large And they, they've, mm-hmm. they, like we've had unplanned positive outcomes to our expectations, maybe they've had unplanned positive outcomes to their random, well, let's try this. And oh, the fans like that. Well, let's try this, and you know, so yeah. maybe it maybe it's just a uh, just a bad decision after bad decision, culminating in where we ended up. Yeah, yeah. 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 It would be nice the, to know more about it. Yeah, we never will, but it would be very interesting to hear this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually ended up hearing about it. But if we did end up hearing about it, it would be 
after the fact, and there's no more to be to speak of at all. It'll be a long time off because we never got the story behind the scenes of the original closure, for that matter. And the Kennedy Files. Yeah, what what I don't like is that we're not going to have um, like once once Mist Online and Live is gone, there's no you can't get to Mankata. Um, you can't you yeah. can't have all the content that you have you've had with this game. It's gone. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. there's no CC version of you know Mist Online. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know what, Janethus, I don't want one. You know what, all of my family and friends that I was with when I did all this stuff are mm-hmm. just a phone call or an email away. Yeah. So yeah. I don't need that because, you know what, that, that's just painful. That is smacking myself over the head again with mm-hmm. something that I don't need to be doing. But you I still know, think that and the side of your control as time goes on, it yeah, would, it, exactly. I, think, I still think I would be nostalgic. Like I, I go back and I play old games that barely run on Windows anymore yeah. and – as 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 true as that is, uh, Sherry, you know, I still hope that they have some sort of uh, until Uru kind of thing. Because you know what I've realized over the years, Uru was more fun when it was until Uru and there was no content because the community yeah. it was just this community based thing. You know, it's just a bunch you, of friends you. logging on, meeting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that if that's the best way to work, then you know you might as well keep it that way. Yeah, but and I'm going to say but here, uh, until Uru was fun because it was seen. As as a stopgap until the real thing came along. Exactly. And now that the real thing has been here, and it's going away, and if something like you you came along again, it wouldn't be a stopgap. It would be, it would just yeah. be it. And who knows how long yeah. that would last. Well, you know? but the other thing is, yeah. I think there'd be a fatalistic air behind it that would just kind of be. If you call it until Uru, it, it's you could. I don't think you could dip into that well of good intentions That's twice. That's a lie. And yeah. Yeah. second off, I, I don't know if it would have the appeal it had. Can't call on until Lure anymore because there is no. It's not until anything. But I mean, definitely though. I mean, I would be happy if it was just that but, because I mean that was the most fun I had in a video game experience ever in my what? life. Just meeting up with these people and just you know listening to music in you know a Bevan or one of these things. It was just it was it was fine the way it was, and I was okay with no new content. I really yeah, was. and I think I would. What enjoy if there had never been Moodle? What if we'd never had live? What if until Uru had simply kept on going? Would it have eventually trickled off to nothing? Um, I mean, like I like the know. big switch from Until Uru to Damala. You know, of of course, like any change in any episodes we've experienced, always the change got a lot of people involved, and then it always trickled off. Maybe if they had yeah. been more judicious and given us things at at a better pace like that, maybe we we it would have lasted longer and done better. But I really honestly think that UU was the golden age of Uru. It was the golden age. And, you know, they... I don't think we would have said that back then. Yeah. (laughs) No. Because all the way. But after the fact. But after the fact. mm -hmm. In retrospect, Mm -hmm. it really, really was. Because it was the community. It was what we had talked about a million times before, (laughs) that it was the community that was running the game. It was all about mm-hmm. the community, and it had the cohesion. It had the crack cocaine factor of, I want to yeah. go in. And so, mm-hmm. you know what? Looking back on it, if they would have, if Cyan or anybody would have participated in UU, they would have understood what Uru really needed. And you know what? If something happens to a CEO when they get that high up. It's just when you get that high up, the oxygen gets cut off from your brain. (laughs) And, you know, and that's when you have poor decision making and that's when you have things like that. That's when you fail. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't really see it that way myself, but I will say that, Mm -hmm. um, that back when Uru uh, was first conceived, there wasn't such a thing as bear or second life where, uh, Mm -hmm. you can go 
and can set up an avatar and can control so many Was there a quest even around then? Yeah, it was. But Maybe. you can affect your environment and your person in so many ways. And now that those mm. games are out there, anybody coming in into Mist Online we were Live, for example, will basically see what's missing compared to Second Life or, mm-hmm. or things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was easy for a long time for us to say, well, we have a story and, and there's not such a thing in you know Second Life or Right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that people... story, well, that story kind of trickled out and went away, and so we didn't mm-hmm. have much of a story. So, what really was there? I mean, and I hate to say that. I guess I'm just playing the devil's advocate for sake of an argument here, because I still enjoyed okay. coming in. Yeah. But I'd never been into Second Life or there, so I didn't know, and still don't, all the things you can do in those worlds versus Mist Online Uru Life, where you really couldn't do a whole lot besides just so. I think that's part of the problem with. Uh... Uru yeah. that Sherry mentioned earlier is the yeah. cult factors. A lot of people in yeah. Miss Island mm-hmm. Revive, it is it's a cult. World. They were not, they're not gamers like Morris and I play games outside mm-hmm. of the Mist series of various sure. different genres, so and you know mm-hmm. we don't entirely identify with everyone who forms mm-hmm. what would be the cult factor in Uru. Yeah, and I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I do. <laughs> well, the whole thing is that yeah. you know it is it is a cult game. I mean, not mm-hmm. everybody is going to get it. I mean, right. to, you know, we're talking about two percent of the population here, guys. At most, yeah. we're talking mm-hmm. about two percent of that. You know, the the high IQ, high analytical factor. Okay, yeah. we're we'd be kidding ourselves if we think that a twelve-year-old that loves first-person shooters would get into Uru. I mean, yeah. we'd be lying oh, to okay. ourselves. It is yeah. a and cult to, thing. Yeah, and to be fair to Cyan, I think the competition changed a whole lot since Uru first came on, mm-hmm. uh, to the point where yeah. there are online worlds out there, persistent online worlds, where you can have so much to affect the environment. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's yeah. another trick exactly. is when you're developing a game yeah. based on your production That's cycle, why. you need to know where the industry is going to be when you get there. Right, That's yeah. That and I think the Uber's been around for like, you know, 10 years now, mm-hmm. and a lot has changed in those 10 yeah, years. If they, if they could like totally retool yeah. it, you know, like I, one of the things like with the, the gatherings yeah. and the social things that people did, Uru needed to mm-hmm. have more of a sandbox nature if it was going to be yeah. flushed out yeah. in that sense. But it didn't have to be all about that. It didn't have to be, be you know, you know, the Sims 3 Uru, you know, it didn't have to be quite like yeah. that. Exactly, but it, give us a little Look more of this, a little more of that, allows to, to like go in other directions. You see the community tugging at the edge of the envelope. Just slice it open, let them go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, then that's the whole thing that I keep falling back to is that they were behind. You know, they are way behind in the learning curve about what makes online worlds work. And mm-hmm. you but know, in their defense, I mean, a lot of people us, are. It isn't just them. Yeah, but yeah. you know, for me though, come on, Janathus, you know how I work. <laughs> And that, you know, it's, I'm always high level and always going to the next level. I'm always doing that. It's always, okay, well, you're doing this, but why aren't you going further? Because I am that big of an out-of-the-box thinker, but I'm also a yeah. visionary that understands implementation. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you have to be, you know, and there are so many people, the CEOs of these online worlds, just crack me up to no end. Because you <laughs> see they're these grand visionaries. But they have absolutely no people skills whatsoever. So whenever they <laughs> stick their toe in their online world, they screw it up. You know, it's like, great. You've had your vision. That's wonderful. Now give it to the people who understand how to make it work. You know, and then, and I can do the vision and I can make it work. So for me, as just a, 
an armchair quarterback, I'm going, I'm banging my head into the desk going, ah, why aren't mm-hmm. you not seeing this? And my yeah. husband's like, Sherry, if you go into business, my God, woman, you, we would be millionaires. And I'm like, baby, don't <laughs> ask me to do that. Don't ask me to do that because I would never come out of the office. You would have to intravenously feed me because Mm -hmm. I would constantly be pushing all of my programmers. I'd constantly be pushing all of these people going, no, I understand. I love your idea, but let's go further. Where are you going with this? Community Mm -hmm. people, tell me, what's the community doing? Because if the community isn't digging on this, we need to go somewhere else. You know, and... You know, for me, it's just I know community side so well. I understand management that well. And I'm just, like, angry that everything has just gone kerflop again. Okay. All right. Anthony posted on the site that Siam had a missed movie in the works. I'm like, crazy. There's no way. And, and then yeah. we had, like, official official announcements. And I'm like, no way. It's not possible. And you look at the site, and there's actually a statement from Rand Miller defining Siam's involvement. Yeah. And it, I have a... Where? I haven't heard about this. Movie.com. Oh, I'm looking. Movie.com. Yeah, Movie.com. And in there, um, I understand what the, where it stands, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially they've got together a script, I think, based on the Book of Atris, unless I'm... Typically said, but I, I guess the implications are that, they've, that they're leaving out. Yeah, okay, so the Book of Atris, and um, they've got some, some, some kind of, like, pre-production stuff together so now they need to get like a studio involved and i guess this is the kind of stuff how how movies get made is this this stuff is done and then it's shopped around Mm -hmm. to studios this is totally going to be the kind of thing that just ends up being in production hell for like years well it and it it has been (laughs) i can see i can see it the the tv show was already the the one that i was going to say that came up a long time ago Uh, and the problem with that was that was the creative control that cyan couldn't keep with it and the the uh, yeah, you know they they've already had enough problems with their continuity, and that it's probably one of those like like I just discovered lately, and this is slightly off topic, that like the Born Identity movie is so unlike the book, I can't believe they named the same thing. And like mm-hmm. I I just imagine that that's what probably what sci-fi was going to do to it. It's going to be so different. Like why even call it Mist? I mean, what what, what was this? Remember the Mist comic books? Yeah, and they they they, were, they got the names back. They were so far off base that Cyan said no. no well, I just remember the names were backwards, and they they didn't want to fix even. Yeah, that was annoying. In any case, uh, it looks like it's been in the works for a while, and it's it's from some real fans. It's again the community doing their best to give Cyan their best. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't, yeah. wasn't Mist Four itself like an almost completely fan made game? Uh, well, it's almost. completely from Ubisoft. Yeah, Mist Three that's came that's from Presto, and Presto closed up shop after that. But it was licensed through Ubisoft to Presto from Cyan, probably as a as a revenue generator to keep Ruru in development. Similarly, that's probably why Mist Four came about, which again yeah, speaks of the flaws of the <laughs> what was going on there. Yeah, but I remember hearing in an interview somewhere though that like somebody said. This is, you know, one of the greatest things about this is that it's being developed, you know, completely by fans, like real fans of the work. And I was like, eh, Ubisoft, really? You know. Well, eh. the the people who made the uh, the game, I saw on, I followed the forums before the game came out, and uh, yeah, this is Miss Four I refer to, and they, okay. the, most of the development staff, their favorite game is Riven. Like, okay, we can't go too wrong there. But then with, yeah. we saw some of the insidious puzzles they came up with. I thought, well. <laughs> oh, a lot, uh, actually, really, you can tell they were inspired by Riven, at least in that Well, in a lot of cases, yeah, though, exactly. with Mist, though, it's you figure it out, and then you just kind of like, okay, this is a solution, and you just click it in. There wasn't like coordination and timing involved, and it's that's 
that's that's the weakness that a lot of these companies keep going forward. Like, we'll make it harder for you to do manual dexterity wise, and therefore it'll be harder and last you longer. Well, I don't know if that's the case so much as they had done every other kind of puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. If you had to come up with new original puzzles to, pe- to pull people into the story, what could you do? And I think they tried, I think puzzle wise, they tried thinking outside the box. Yeah. But some of them were so difficult to solve. I remember the, the <laughs> they were sure you needed the, the dream yeah. thing, having to get that all synced. A lot of people threw in the towel right there; they couldn't manage it. I never got that far. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it it's just I had to come up with a plan, <laughs> and then I got it done. Yeah, but it does kind of go on forever. It, it was a little annoying. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it, because you couldn't like not touch them, <laughs> try not to spoil. Yeah, you. could yeah. try really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway. That's like it a, looks like it, it. It looks like a positive note in the Miss History. I don't know if it's going to get us any. Yeah, or not, yeah. But if they need support, they definitely have enough people to support them. Yeah, it's uh, we, it's we are, we are prone to supporting our. And the the site was kind of teasing everyone forever, and it, it's had that Patchalal effect. If you're not familiar, Patchalal was a a guy or a site a conglomeration of explorers that had um, this puzzle, ongoing puzzle stuff. Um, it kept the community interested, but everyone kept kind of thinking there was something more to it or it was official or he had some official content or whatever. But it just, you know, it, it's missed. You know, the journey is the reward. And so his this site also did something similar with, like, the pictures and people were putting the pictures together. And it looked like a, a surprisingly high-definition render of take what you know of Agura, the city, and just magnify yeah. that 50, 60 times, spread it out, give it a nice little distance blur effect, you know, put the lake way out in mm-hmm. front of you, give a nice ambient orange glow, make everything you can think of done to it. It's just amazingly large scale. It gives you a concept mm-hmm. of what the cavern really would be like fully rendered. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's, that's you know, they were teasing us little snippets that people were putting that together. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to see that this is actually what went somewhere is actually quite impressive. It's very interesting, actually. So, if you if you saw the site when there was just the pictures and and that's all you've seen, then you haven't seen the site lately. It's worth checking out. There's some stuff to dig through. What's real impressive about the site, though, is it's not so much that the site is you know oh we're doing this movie why, why don't you support us? It's we've been working on this movie for a long time, and here you can see it's it evolving up until 2008. We go live. We've sent something in the cyan. They said, this is cool. Go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can really see how this is shaping. And it seems much more uh, much more legit even than the sci-fi attempts for the mini. Well, if you recall, yeah. we, we yeah. did the um, the advertisement for the, the Book of Atreus movie project that, that some fans were undergoing. And I guess they hadn't gotten through cyan legal before we did that that promo for them. <laughs> And they got they got kicked back and said, "Sorry, we we have the rights signed away to someone. And even if you do it for free, you know, nonprofit, it's still not going to. We can't allow you to." And um, you're like, "Well, what, what does Cyan know that they're not telling us?" And ta-da! This is it. This is what what they. Yeah. Two years later, we finally find out. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> it's nice to see that you know we we were robbed of that for a reason. If, yeah. Hopefully that, that that comes to fruition. Uh, I, I make no promises whether it will or won't, but it looks more positive than I'd sure like to see. It, it if, if after all this time, yeah. the site was still just giving out little snippets of that picture, I'm like, yeah, probably not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's just a little fun yeah. pastime. That's all that is. Uh, are we sure. done, guys? Yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah, it. I think the ending. Yes. 
But ending hasn't been written, but it's being strongly. The ending has been canceled. <laughs> it's being implied forcefully. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, for the cavern today, this has been... Alan, Janathus, Morris, Molag, Wolfgang, and Sherry. And we're signing off. Well, that was a lot of fun. Hey, I don't know if you guys can remember when I walked in there late. Well, you couldn't see their faces, but let me tell you, they were mad at me. Thankfully, my paycheck is already zero dollars and zero cents, so I don't have to worry about Janathus deciding to deduct from my pay. Speaking of Janathus, he swore he'd get a certain musical piece of Moogs into this podcast eventually, and lo and behold, he finally did. It's called Great Central. Now, you may notice that there are several performers in this piece, so let me introduce them to you in order of appearance. Moog, Moog. Moog, and then Moog on vocals. (laughs) Yep, this is all Moog. He wrote the piece a couple years ago, but I think you'll find it fits very nicely with the theme of this podcast. Enjoy. The Great Central Railroad that ran through our town is now just a memory The station's torn down There's grass between the ties And rust on the rails The governor's talking About bicycle trails How well I remember Lying awake as I usually did to listen at night for the rhythmic sound as the great central rounded that curve into town. From my window, and thrill at the sight of that thundering diesel. Its brilliant light would cut through the darkness like stolen sunshine through the flaws and the cracks in that small town of mine. Thought of the travelers asleep in their berths, going somewhere exciting, and I thought, why on earth would I want to stay here when just down the line was a city so bright and so big and so fine. Well, the years quickly passed I got tired of the grind Now I live in that city Just down the line And yes, it's exciting It's big and it's bright it's worked its way up to four murders a night. 
dream of the places they go when they fly, and I just have to laugh, cause that's what got me here, so far from the memories that I now hold so dear. Thanks to Nathus for finally getting this great piece of music into the podcast. Now, there are so many thoughts for this podcast, we couldn't even get it all out through that conduit we call Moog or through the TCT Talk. So here's Sherry's take on the closure and a little piece we like to call That's Just Me, of course. Hi, everyone. It's Sherry again for The Cavern Today. I've been sitting and thinking about what I wanted to tell y'all about in my final segment. In truth, I've mulled over everything, from why we're at this point again, the gamut of emotions that I'm going through, and all sorts of other stuff. So in the end, I think I'm going to do what I do best, talk about common sense. After all, that's what my segments have always been about. Okay, so here we are. The announcement has been made. For the second time now, I go through the death of Uru. You know what? There were some valuable lessons to be learned from the first time that we did this, so those lessons should be common sense by now, don't you think? Okay, now let me be clear on this. For those of you going through this for the first time, I'm really, really sorry. I know how you're feeling. But now you are going to benefit from the experience of the people who have gone through this before. Now, I'm not going to cry. You know why? Because I'm an Uruite. I'm tougher than the stuff that these big game companies can dish out. I've been here before, so been there, done that. So if there's one thing I know, is that Uruites adapt, improvise, and overcome. We're tough stuff and a very cohesive community. So now I want you to grab a Kleenex, I want you to dry your eyes, blow your nose, and let's get down to brass tacks. Crying time is over. Let's talk about preparedness. We've got roughly how many days until the cavern closes? Now, for those of you who are going through this for the first time, you are very, very lucky. Why do I say that? Because the folks around you who have been through this before were only given a week before the plug got pulled last time, and you were handed two whole months to wrap up your affairs in cavern. Now, what affairs should you be wrapping up? Oh, my word, you have a ton of work in front of you. Thank goodness you are from a world where problem-solving is the community's greatest asset. Back in 2004, when my family in the Meeting Place neighborhood went through the Great Death, our mayor, Susie, had a brilliant idea. She asked for volunteers to act as emissaries to go out and look at all kinds of other online worlds so that we could move there and stay as a cohesive family unit. Two emissaries came back, one offering Second Life, the other offering There.com. We had our choice. Susie decided on there.com, but part of the family that enjoyed Second Life got permission to put up one of our TMP banners there. 
You know, we have a saying in our family, where the TMP banner flies, you've got family that you can rely on. Do you know that TMP covers so many different worlds, from World of Warcraft to there to Second Life to Guild Wars to Gemini? You name the world, we're probably in it. Point being, though, is that Susie was prepared. She knew that she needed to keep us together and keep that communication network strong so that while we were going through the tremendous pain and loss of the cavern, we still had each other to rely on. Now, my suggestion to you is this. How are you going to get prepared? It's important. The friends and family that you have made in cavern, I mean, those people are important. Think about it. Uru was not a world built for dummies. So when you go out into all those other online worlds, you have got to have people that you know and that you can depend on and that you trust. You go out into one of those other online worlds alone and gosh knows what you're going to get yourself into. I mean, how many people in these other online worlds share our community ethics? Those things are important to think about. So you have to stick together. Stay with your family. Now, you also need to start exchanging email addresses, start shopping for other online worlds, find out which worlds are the most affordable and the most applicable to your needs. Find one that you like. That is how you get prepared for the Exodus. Remember, they might be shutting the cavern down, but they can't shut our family down. It's time to adapt, improvise, and overcome. So excuse me for sounding like your mother, but I want you to dry those tears, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and get moving. The cavern lives in my heart. It goes with me everywhere I go. When I look at snow-covered mountains, I see Arcana. When I see dry desert terrain, I see the cleft. When I look out my window at Red Rock Canyon here in Las Vegas, I think of Gira. The cavern is all around me. It has shaped who I am. It reminds me that I should never have malicious pride and that I should live by the seven virtues that Uru has taught so well. The cavern will always be in your heart. Now go clean out behind your bookcase. I know that I personally have to get a ton of snacks out from behind my bookcase. Pack your backpack, don't forget your new shoes, and get ready to commence on an unforgettable journey. You will survive, and you have the ability to call yourself an Uruite. Wear it proudly, for it is an indelible part of who you are. But then again, for the final time, that's just me, of course. For The Cavern Today, this is Sherry. Signing off. Thanks, Sherry. Well, the cavern is closing, and that means we got a close-up shop here in the studio, too. Most of the TCT staff has already packed their bags, and, well, I better get started on that, too. And I don't know who's going to clean up the scraps of metal and random bags of Danitos that used to be a vending machine. That is, until Janathus taught it manners. But I better get started on this stuff. I just can't believe this. I, I just got here, and I already got to clean out my desk? Hey, sometimes it just works out like that. <laughs> well, sure, but after all the waiting, I thought I found two things that I really, really could enjoy. Which were? Well, I mean, I always liked Cyan's Mist games since I was a kid. 
And so when I heard about this cavern opening up, I... I mean, that was... That was just something I had to do, you know? And being here in TCT, I get to experience that. And... And I get to hang around with a bunch of really talented people. Doing one of my favorite things. Messing around with sound. But, of course. One cast and... Well, now the curtains close. Well, well, this is one actor who's gonna take his last bow before the curtains fall on his face. Hey, anybody seen my DS? You mean this thing? Aha! Yep, that's it. Thanks. I'll need this for the ride home. Well, I think that's everything. how hard it was to get the grand piano down here? A little help? Sure gonna miss this place. Makes you wonder if the city itself will miss us when we're gone. I mean, the place must have been so lonely before we all showed up. Just when I finally accumulated enough junk on my desk to raise the question if I even had a desk, everything goes up in smoke and we close up the shop. Just my luck, really. At least it looks like that's the last of it. Really wish I had more time to help out, too. A true pity. So when you look at it another way, it's really not all hard to leave. Memories don't dash any easily, and endings are very, rarely written. Regardless, time to shoot out. Take it away! <coughs> Oh, you know what? This is bull. I've only been here for a year, and I'm already having to clean out my desk. I'm not ready to go yet. Hey, Janathus, have you seen my backpack? No. Sorry, Sherry. Great. Just freaking wonderful. It was brand new not a year ago. Now I can't find it. Well, hell, there's my can of Denisonex. Hell of a lot of good it's gonna do me now. You know, I'm not ready to go yet. I'm not ready to tell the cavern goodbye. Why couldn't they sell it? What in hell were those pods about? Why are they doing this to us again? Why? Want a cool collect flavored needle? Sure, why not? Last chance, right? Well, heck, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to Relto and grab the 24-pack of Pepsi I was saving for the celebration of Season 2. You know, <laughs> that might wash those Donitos down. <laughs> Where'd all the stuff go? Guys? Hello? Anybody there? Well, they left without me. Figures. I stay behind to catch all the news I can, and they don't even bother to wait. Yeesh. Well, at least the borrow didn't leave without me. Great. Just great. Figures that this happens a month after I hear the bad news from the Karelian Department of State. You got a call from the Karelian government? Why? Stupid Jedi blew up Centerpoint Station on me. 
which happened not only to have my backup recording studio, but I left my key there last week. Now I can't hack into those private DRC emails. Wait, you're still here? Yep. You did not hear that. Damn, why did I really want to use the Archiver Presses for printing all our website code? Why do you have a website in the first place? I don't think many explorers carry a laptop here. Oh well, whatever. Say, Moak, have you seen my big plush borrow around here? You mean that big thing that stood here over a year ago? I think Janathus used that to, to make the office less echoish. No! <sighs> hey, Torin Echo, are you all packed yet? Tora! Hello? Oh, she must have left already. Oh, she left her lucky cricket. Come on, little guy. You can come with me. Oh, leftover Mad Lib scripts. Well, there's her microphone. No wonder we never heard her. Oh, man, it's amazing how much stuff you can accumulate in two years. If I knew I'd, I'd be packing up my desk, I'd have started a long time ago. Let's see here. Let's see. What's this? Oh man, I didn't know I still had this. It's our script for Journey of the Called, Episode 1. Well, it sure got better after this one. So, it is to be war between you and me, Tyon. <laughs> I'm gonna miss old Curel. Oh well, the script is a keeper. Let's see. Oh, here's my Moog Thoughts folder. Oh, there's a lot of stuff in here. Who ever thought I'd find myself doing on-air editorials? Oh, those sure were fun, but that that rap thing I did for the Miracle Wrench... What was I thinking? You know, I'm seriously going to miss all of this. It was amazing enough having friends in Uru, but to join up with some of those friends and form a podcast production company was seriously cool. Who knew it would last two years? And who knew it would end like this? Oh, well. Who knows if our end has truly been written. Hey, everyone. Well, I'm here in the city where some people can be seen getting ready to head up to the surface. And I'm going to go up through the Great Shaft also. I mean... Sure, I could just link to the cleft, but then I'd be cheating myself out of a great journey. Luckily, I have my laptop and microphone with me, so that I can bring Podcast 32 to a close. The cavern today has been a labor of love for many involved, and there are many involved in Podcast 32. The following list is just regarding this podcast. All these people and so many more have done so much for our podcast, and have our thanks for their continued support. But for Podcast 32, our thanks go out to Alhan for his contribution to TCT Talk and the Farewell Piece, Anthony for his contributions to managing the site and forums, Bert for participating in the Farewell Piece, Dalkin Starbine for his contribution to the Farewell Piece, Jnathus for coordinating and assembling Podcast 32, for his contribution to TCT Talk and for scripting, Jeff Wise for his musical composition to All the Stories Left Untold, and for his contribution to the farewell piece. 
Miles for his continual art contributions to the podcast, the website, and the forum setup. Moog for his Moog thought, the great central music piece, his contribution to the TCT talk, and his contribution to the farewell piece. Nareen for writing the news and attempting to join the TCT talk piece, as did Dalkin, but unfortunately we had some technical issues. Confounded technology! Anyway, we'd also like to thank Sherry for her contributions to TCT Talk and the Farewell Piece, and for her That's Just Me, of course, segment, Steve Crocs for his continued contribution to our website's hosting, Torin Echo for all of her Mad Libs and for her contribution to the Farewell Piece, Wolfgang D for his contributions to TCT Talk and for his contribution to the Farewell Piece, oh, and me, Morris, for being in TCT Talk, for assembling and contributing to the Farewell Piece, and for being your host for Podcast 32. Around the world and across the ages, until we meet again, this is The Cavern Today, signing off. strange being here on the surface, heading away from the cavern. It feels like I'm being forced to leave a part of me behind. I don't think I could stay, even if I wanted to. It's somehow fitting that my life is a little less whole without the cavern. Wait. The imager's on in the cleft. Someone must be down there. Morris, I see I wasn't the only one with a touch of nostalgia. Oh, uh, hi, Janathus. I guess there had to be some point where I'd run into someone else in the cleft. Strange it hasn't happened before now. <clears throat> uh, anyway... Huh, yeah, I was listening to Yisha's first message again. I guess when you reach the end, you start to think about the beginning. So, where are you going to go now that it's all over? That's just the thing. The more I think about it, the more I'm not sure that it is all over. How can it not be over? The cavern's closing. The DRC pulled out a while ago, and the last of the explorers are likely to trickle out sooner rather than later. Yes, but I'm not sure the call is directly tied to other explorers, the DRC, or events. I think it's more personal, and therefore more resonant than that. Time will tell, but I'm not ready to give up just yet. I truly hope you're right. I'm going to miss the cavern, the cavern today, and answering the call. However, it's simply time for me to focus on other things. I do hope you keep in touch. Hopefully my key works all the way up in Michigan. <laughs> it works across ages, I'm sure it can work across our planet. And I will make sure you're kept up to date. <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe there'll be some big news in the future. You never know. Well, I have a long hike before I can get to the bus stop. Getting around Earth isn't as easy as all of the Dunny ages. Goodbye for now, and good luck, Morris. You too, Janathus. And to think that four years ago I stood in this very room and thought I was the only one called. How wrong I was. I know now that the cavern lies not in the self, but in the community. And I know, cavern or not, the connections with people I've made on my journey will never be severed. Well, as for right now, I have to start hitchhiking. <laughs> What's that? Beneath the surface beyond Uru lies an unending journey. More books, new ages, new journeys to places beyond dreams. Denis lives, growing, breathing, alive again. It pulses with a new community of those who now work to restore what once was. Denis calls. You only need to answer. <laughs>